0: Hey, what's going on everybody, man? Welcome back to another episode of Andy Sports Talk, man. I'm your co-host, Anton Hill. My boy E, man, what's going on oh. with you? You know, fresh off your your vacation.
1: Yeah, uh, you know. Vega Vega's told me up, man. You know, I'm uh, I'm hurting right now, you know. So, uh main thing, I'm you know, happy <laughs> to be back, you know. i have never been so glad to touch that Georgia soil when I got off that plane, good God, cuz uh Vegas was a disaster, <laughs> but uh I'm, I'm ready to part, man. What's good what's good with you, bro?
0: Not much, man. Uh a very, very entertaining weekend in sports, man, I'm talking about. It's been, well, especially in the NBA world, um, mm. it's, it's been pretty crazy here with all these deals. And, uh, you know, not to take up too much time, I think we need to go, hurry up and go ahead and dive yeah. into yeah. this. Um, so, obviously, uh, the big moves of the weekend were uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving deciding to go to the Brooklyn <laughs> wow. Nets. Wow. Um, and that was something was speculated on, you know, for – it's been speculated on over a uh, year now. And then I think it leaked that, you know, they were trying to play together wherever they went. And uh, – or whether, you know, Kyrie – like if Kyrie went to Brooklyn and KD was going to come too. And, uh, you know, you hear those rumors and stuff all throughout the year. But, you know, you never know if they're going to amount to anything. And um, just, uh, you know, seeing that come out, that's, that's pretty crazy. Now, of course, we're not going to see the, the, uh, the fruits of it. This year, of course, with KD being hurt, but um, that was a pretty pretty big signing that they got, and also, uh, not to be overlooked, they also brought
1: in DeAndre Jordan yeah. as
0: well. So, um, they were those are probably the two biggest
1: moves of the weekend. What were your thoughts on that deal? I was shocked by the KD part of it, only because, um the Kyrie thing, I I knew for a fact. I knew he was going to Brooklyn. I, I was kinda hoping he'd go to LA to play with Ron just to have a little drama. But uh I mean, I kinda figured he was going to Brooklyn. I think he was going by himself though. And then uh what's crazy is that in Vegas, we were all at the whole well, I was at the hotel basically in my room, and I was kinda just looking at um before the little Freddy special came on, I was looking at the odds. And mm. early on the day, like the whole weekend leading up until Sunday, the odds had Kevin Durant going to New York they had him staying with Golden State those are like two like the biggest odds and then it was crazy because like when I got back to the hotel like we left I left the club basically we got back at like 4am at the in the hotel Mm -hmm. I was staying at we were staying at Hard Rock and then it said Caesars Palace changed the odds to Brooklyn at like maybe it was like 4am and I'm like what you know something's off about this like what Brooklyn like where's this coming from and so um I wanted to ask you actually. It's funny to me that they kept saying Kevin Rant was going to announce on the boardroom, the little ESPN app show he has. But yet, Woe's broke that thing early as hell. (laughs) So, I mean. Hey, look, what what was the best in the game? What was this? I love Woe's. I love Schefter. Them the only two I really like that I really care too much about, to be honest with you. I like Woe's and Schefter. But what, I mean, yeah, it was just crazy. Like, the whole the hotel erupted whenever they had made the announcement on TV, and it was crazy. Like, this whole crowd, it was just, it was awesome, Like just to be honest with you. But um, I kind of wanted to ask you, what did you think about – or what do you think about a player wanting to make an announcement and then it gets broken by the team and by, you know, an or I guess a, not a researcher, but you know what I'm trying to say, interview or whatever it is.
0: Nah, I mean, that's just the world we yeah. live in now. So, I mean, it's hard to keep something like that yeah. under wraps. And that lets me know that he been, you know, he had that in the in the works from, for like he's been thinking about that for a while. Yeah. So, um, he's, you know, he, going where he's he's going. Man, I thought that was a big move. You know, I think we <laughs> ranked the free agents, the available free agents. You know, those were two of the top three guys available. Yes. You know, Katie right. and Kyrie. Uh, along with Kawhi, like them going to Brooklyn, that was that was really big for their franchise. And hopefully, they can get a good four or five years out of them. And you know, of course, KD won't be, you know, probably won't give them too much right. this year, but um, they still should get a good a good four years out of them. I thought Kevin Durant should stay, and um, but you know, Kevin Durant listened to everything everybody has to <laughs> say, and uh, instead of worrying about what's best for him, like dude, you're going to the finals every single right. year, winning finals MVP. And but you care about what everybody else got to say, listening to Kendrick Perkins, a career NBA screen setter <laughs> and what he got to say, and you know, like it's just, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, but, um, you know, other moves, of course we had Kimball Walker, you know, at, um, from Kyrie leaving, we had Kimball Walker going from the Hornets to the Celtics. I know that, that brought up a lot of talk about people, um, <laughs> they were basically talking about Michael Jordan can't keep him, was, but me, I never was really big on Kimball like that, like I never like I think Kimball's an all-star caliber player I um, think he's a good player, I think you can win a championship with him on the team, but I don't think he's going to be some type of catalyst, nope. I, I'm really interested to see how he's going to play with Brad Stevens but man I I, um, I I don't really knock Michael Jordan the way people are, like no, he couldn't keep Kimball Walker, I'm like, so what? Like y'all weren't doing anything anywhere. Like he's not elevating the level of his team, right? You know, so I'm like, I really wasn't that big on him. Well, um, what, were you th- what were your thoughts on on Boston's move to uh to get Kimba? Of course, they had to
1: you know get somebody to replace Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah. but I heart. liked it though, only because I mean, I was thinking myself, well, you know. You lost Isaiah Thomas, who was a pretty dominant, you know, ball scoring. I mean, a pretty dominant scoring guard at the time. You bring another scoring guard in Kyrie, Right. It seems like you're going to need some kind of scoring guard, you know, to somewhat fit that system anyway. So, I don't think – I thought Kimba was a great, like, I don't want to say consolation prize, but, I mean, he's a great find for me at least. Um, I agree with you 100%, though, as far as the Michael Jordan thing, though. Like, my only thing is that if I'm Michael Jordan, I'm thinking to myself, okay, so I got Kimba Walker going off, you know, – uh Probably the career best year, averaging what 25, 26, 26 a game. And I still don't make the playoffs. So, what am I signing him back for? <laughs> like, what am I, what am I, or even if they made the playoffs, you know, if, say if they made an eight seed, are they getting any better by bringing Kimball Walker back on that big ass contract? I don't think so. Me I'm, neither. They're I'm, not. They're, they really how do you are. really build, you know, because I guess I'm looking at like Charlotte's had time. It's not, it's not like Charlotte ain't had time to build no team. They've had time to build a team. They've, they brought in a few guys that maybe just didn't pan out, you know, my Kid Gilchrist stuff like that. Which, I mean, you know, they, they brought Dwight Howard in for God's sakes. They tried everything. I felt like, yeah, they <laughs> did team around Kimber. So I mean, at some point, like 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 you kind of said, I mean, you can't just keep signing folks back just to sign them back. Have a plan. If you try, to, doesn't work, right. then hey, cut your loss while you can and save some money. And you know. I mean, even if you got a tank, I mean, it might suck the tank. But, hell, I mean, you can't keep paying Kimba just to barely make the playoffs. That don't make sense to nobody.
0: Exactly. So, let's do this, man. So, I'm going um, to go down. I'm going to say the free agent, the guy who was a free agent, and um where they're signed at now. Just We'll just go over some quick takes on how we feel about it, and I'll just keep going down the list. And so, we'll try to, like, rapid fire hit All right. this. All right. So, Klay Thompson uh, signed it back with Golden State. I like it. Yeah, I like I like it too, and uh, I never thought yeah, he was going. Yeah, you cannot personally. break up,
1: blast brothers. So point blank.
0: Yeah, he. I up. mean, he, Clay secure. He, yeah. He's loving it. All right. Uh, Chris stops Porzingis. Of course, he agrees his deal back with the uh the Maverick they, they did that extension.
1: So how you feel about that? One? Uh, I like it. I'm a. i am I guess we can do trash or treasure. I'm gonna just call it treasure because I like I like the foreign guys teaming up, man. Chris stops and uh and old Luca. Like you know, just go have your little, you know, have your little. Hey a little for or something, something over there. I like I like what's going on. What you think? I I like it too. And um,
0: but I, I need Chris Stops to get stronger. Yeah. I need him to get bigger and I need him to get yeah. tougher. Mentally, physically, you know, I need him to get better. So um but I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. And of course they signed Seth Curry as well, uh, this offseason. season. And uh I like Dallas, man. I, I like Dallas, I like what they're doing okay. down there. Um okay, so Jimmy Butler. Of course, just uh, agreed to that deal with the Heat. Uh, I think it was it ended up being like a 14-time <laughs> yeah. trade. But Jimmy Butler going from Philly to the Heat. Trash. Uh, you Trash. don't like it? What do you think? Uh, I think it's – I like Why? it. Why? I like it because I think Philly is better – it sounds crazy. I think Philly's better without Jimmy Butler. And I think it's just because he's a bad fit. He didn't shoot the ball well at all last year. They needed another another guy to, to space the space of That'd be better off with Tobias Harris out there as far as just his catch and shoot mm-hmm. ability. And um I, I like Tobias, of course, who is going back to Philly. I guess we could throw him here now. And uh give you know Jimmy to go down into Miami and do his own thing. So and um and they could try to you know, I guess he'll, you know, try to put him in that Dwayne Wade mode, um mold down there in Miami.
1: So I like it. I don't like it but only because I guess I'm thinking. Well, I, I I see your point, so that makes sense to me. Um, I guess I don't like it because I think Jimmy could have went. I think you should have went to somewhere else besides Miami. I don't see, I don't see Jimmy going to Miami. And I mean, if he wants to, you know, so called win. I mean, you ain't gonna win there. Like, what you, who, who's he playing with? Uh, yeah. I don't know. The only people I knew about Hassan Whiteside gone. Uh, He's uh, gone. He just got traded yeah, to Portland. I think he might have re up with him, but still, he don't even play that much. Like, he, he stayed yeah,
0: in. Yeah, Goran Drogic, they got him on a trade yeah. block. They're trying to figure out a place for him that wherever he exactly. wants to
1: go. You got Justice Winslow there. Plays play the same position. Probably not going to know whatever. James Johnson. It's yeah. A bunch of, Neither one of them can shoot yeah. that well. It's, that's, yeah, just a it's, bunch of Philly people. Like, he could have went anywhere. I'm not saying he should have went back to Philly. Like, I, I fully expected Jimmy to leave, but, I mean, hell – What's the what's the athletic
0: guy they got down there? Richardson. Uh... Gone.
1: To, uh, oh man! To Philly, well. Remember And that sign? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, look here. Well, uh, so I mean, well, good yeah, luck, Miami. Like, look, I, now from the life standpoint, I love it for Jimmy Jimmy going down and live that life, which is gonna be great. I mean, cool. Have fun. Tax free exactly. money, but from a, a winning standpoint, he could have went to the Pacers and had a badge. I mean, he could have went a lot of places. I mean, anywhere. So I just don't.
0: And look, and look, you go down the floor, they change the life. Trust me. All you right, next question. Man. <laughs>
1: Here we go. Our uh, next
0: person. Okay, Chris Middleton, uh, re re up,
1: um, re, um, re up with uh, the Bucks. Tra- I mean, no, nah, I ain't gonna say trash. I'm gonna say treasure. I love it. Um, because I, I wanted him to stay there. I felt like his boring ass game deserved to be there. And I felt like, you know, he's a good fit with Giannis. I felt like it's just, you know, he he he's a high quality guy. So I mean,
0: yeah, I like it. I agree, man. You can't. You can't turn down five years, one hundred, what, one hundred seventy-eight million dollars. Can't do it. <laughs> Go ahead and, and send that. You got you a nice role. You're comfortable. The fans love yeah. you. I mean, you don't have to be the the guy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like it. Um. Uh, Nikola Vucevic read up with the Magic. I guess we ain't got to spend too much time. Even though I think he's a solid basketball I like player. It. What about? Uh, I got. I got um, some of you right quick. Let me ask you about Al Horford to the Sixers. Oh, I was just about to get them to him too. Like he was like one of the next people uh, on my list. Um, yeah, I like uh, I like that move. Um, uh, Al Horford for the Sixers, and uh, that that because see what I'm saying is like that allows Tobias Harris to be three three. Yeah, Al Horford could play the four and still stretch yeah. the floor. Joel B can play the five and stretch the four. They like they're gonna be so spaced out. Ben Simmons has to get the jump shot, but I love to fit Al Horford as far as like it's just his basketball IQ, passing the ball. Uh, setting screen like little stuff that you don't see like the hockey assist the stuff that he does on the floor that doesn't you know necessarily show up in the yeah. stat book but I like the move for him I was surprised they left Boston though so uh I, I don't know what was going on or what was his thoughts behind it but um I don't know maybe he sees something and Al Horford is what 33 34 years old yeah now? so maybe he sees something in, in Philly to where okay you can go to Philly like that you know this gonna give me the best shot at getting to the Finals for the next few years, and you know maybe he felt a certain way about Kyrie leaving, or maybe did not think you know Boston's headed in that right direction. So, I think what you're saying. I like the yeah. Really. I think what you're saying is for definitely him.
1: right. From what I heard on like you know the broadcast stuff though, it was a little, They they were saying that he was leaving because he found a team that was going to offer him twenty five mil a year, and clearly mm-hmm. that was you know. I mean, I guess guess multiple teams were offering that. I guess he just picked the best out of those. But it sounds like Boston wasn't willing to offer him just that much money as he's getting older, like he said. And so, um, I'm going to be honest, that one shocked the hell out of me. Like, I'm going to get to a few little shockers with you because I'm going to ask you which one shocked you the most. But I didn't see Philly for him, though. I mean, that that was like the last team I saw. And I'm thinking about they even have a big-ass lineup with Ben Simmons at the point. Josh Richardson, the kid from Miami, he had the two. Tobias at three, Horford at four, MB five. Like, you know, yeah, I think what's the shortest person is like six, six seven, seven, six, it's eight. Like Richardson, yeah. So that's the yeah, Richardson six, seven. That's crazy. Line, <laughs> my goodness. Like, what, what is that? Uh, what is tobias? I it he... Tobias is six, eight. Oh boy, yeah. That's... Ben Simmons is six, eleven. Yeah, they they got a big old line. And then, like, it's, like you said, Horford can actually shoot the ball. You know, he can stretch it out a little bit. He probably not gonna hit, you know threes a year and like that, but he's still gonna be respectable out there. So
0: yeah, you got yeah, respect. So it. I mean, they,
1: they, I think they definitely they that that one just shot me. Um, oh, D'Angelo Russell, Twan, give me your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> of I, you I, did. Well, Shut up. <laughs> I I know, but but this here's why I liked it because they had they they know you're not gonna have Clay until the All Star break. And uh, one of the biggest problems and I used to say this with them uh, the past two years, like they don't have anybody off the bench that can create their own offense. And people used to laugh out like they say, "Oh, the Warriors had a 73 win team." I was like, they had dudes that could come off the bench and literally create their own shot. Like people used to laugh at Leon. Like if I said Leandro Barbosa, I'm like that dude can create eight points yeah. easy, and you can't leave him open to shoot because he'll knock it down. So I'm like, just having a guy like that that's gonna create or go get fouled and stuff like that. Like they're missing a guy like that, and of course, D'Angelo Russell had a you know a big year last year, made an All Star team, mm-hmm. and uh, I I like I like it because of course he can shoot it, he can create his own shots, does he a great passer, awful on defense. Probably one of the, he's probably top five worst defenders in the NBA. <laughs> oh, that that actually plays, he's terrible. <laughs> like he's in like in his canter range. Um, that that bad, but um, you know maybe Draymond cussed him out a few times. He'll he'll get his act <laughs> together as far as on defense end, but um, I like the move because it gives him another uh, you know a long guy that can create and, and and get their own bucket. And they had to do something, um, you know to try to offset some of that. You know what they're losing in Kevin Durant. You know Kevin Durant, you losing twenty seven points a night. Well, maybe Daniel Russell can come and give you eighteen, nineteen. You try to you know. Um, fill everything out, you know, uh, elsewhere because you're not gonna make up on KD's defense, you're not gonna make up on his mm-hmm. scoring. But as far as like the ball won't stick as much. Um, they'll be playing a different style, kind of like before, like when they won those when they won those seventy three games with Harrison Barnes, like that style of basketball. Now, granted, it's not always great for playoff basketball because you gotta isolate teams or scouting for like seven games, so it's it's a lot more difficult. So um, I like him as an isolation player, but. I don't know, we'll see I, I I didn't I didn't see it coming though. Like I ain't gonna lie, it really caught me off guard. I would I, I didn't see him. You know, I was thinking like Chris Middleton or Malcolm Brogdon, something like that, but I
1: didn't I didn't see the Yeah, show, That was a lot another one a lot of folks in Vegas was going crazy over. Like um like at the bar, you could just hear the shock in people's voices when they heard like when Kevin Durant left, you just everybody was celebrating stuff like that. And then once you heard D'Angelo Russell, you know, headed to Golden State, like one guy literally like just just threw his drink on the ground (laughs) he got so mad. he was just like you gotta be kidding me like just when you think they're dead they bring in another you know all-star from you know guy who knows where which I don't know that's just crazy um the biggest problem I have Damian Lillard talk about I mean what you think about that stupid ass deal they gotta pay him they gotta pay the man they don't have a choice no no they ain't
0: gotta pay. They got. They got fifty pay the man, million so dollars a year. I knew. I, I knew he's gonna no, get that extension. No, you gotta no. pay him.
1: He is what it is. A year. No. No. Show. Show me. Show me what he doesn't deserve that, please. How many MVPs he got? Conference finals, championships. Just something. What he. What he got in his belt? I mean, he's
0: an all. I mean, he's all NBA player. He getting paid know. more than Bron?
1: Eighty. Def.
0: It won't. That won't be
1: for long. That won't be for care, long though. Care. He's the highest player in the NBA right now. And for what?
0: I mean, at one point, Mike Conley was the highest. Yeah, but player.
1: We, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, but we knew it, we knew that was they, they were just idiots. Which, which you saw how that helped them out. So what's pulling? Nah, it was just set a new market.
0: That's nah. all it was. Plus, trust me, Dame is gonna be probably like in about a year or two. Dame is probably gonna be like the tenth highest paid player. Not even close <laughs> to that. I'm thinking, why? You'll see. Well, tell me what. Hey, tell me what you think about this. Let me tell you a couple underrated moves okay. that I like. Um, it's just some of my underrated ones. I like JJ Reddick going to New oh, Orleans. You already know. Come on, was that? Come on. Yeah, adding a shooter to that lineup. I love really it. like that. Um with those young guys running up and down the floor and they got one guy that can stop at a three point line when you run to the <laughs> floor. So um excuse me. I, I really like that move um for them. Another move that I like, well, it's, it's like a personal one that I like. I like the uh, two personal ones that I like. I like Derrick Rose going to Detroit, and I like, uh, of course, the, um, Golden State signing Willie Colley Stein. He need to be out there playing football somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the six, the six ten uh, receiver, <laughs> and of course, the um, yeah. But if if I had to say, um, oh yeah, my other my other I'll uh, say my other underrated signing, I like Julius Randle going to the Knicks. And the reason I like that, I, I, I thought Julius Randle had a good year last year. Um, I thought he was coming along towards the end of his last year in L.A. Um, him in New York, I think that would be a really good fit, solid guy. I mean, RJ's going to get his shots up. He's going to play with a lot of young players. And I think he's really going to have a, a really good year uh, next year. Mm-hmm. Um, they you know They paid him. And I mean, I could really see him being a big time double double machine for them. Um, up in New York, he'll definitely, you know, be on the offensive glass. He's playing with a lot of young players that are going to be getting a lot of shots up. A lot of them, they're not really great mm-hmm. shooters, so they're going to be doing a lot of missing. <laughs> so, uh, I think Fisdale, you know, and try to, you know, offset some of that will try to run a lot of things through Julius Randle. So, um, I'm expecting a big season out of him up there in New okay. York.
1: Um, hmm. So, if I had to ask you, what team do you think helped themselves the most? Hmm. I know help themselves it, the most. I feel like the easy answer that I I always want to say, right? I always want to say it's Brooklyn right now, but only because you know Kevin Durant's probably not playing this year. It's almost like we got to wait to see what that was going to be. But on paper, I feel like it's the easy one to say. Um, who would you say would be like the? Yeah, who do you think like, helped themselves the most? Though, if you had to like just pick somebody.
0: Ah man, that's so hard. Uh, it's definitely between Brooklyn, um, and Los Angeles, the Lakers. But it, with Kawhi still just hanging around out there, and you know, having you know, just have everybody waiting in limbo, waiting for him to make a decision. Uh that's going to be the that is going to be big. I, I'll tell you an underrated team that I thought that I thought did well, and that's the Utah. I was just dad. about to say that. I thought the Jazz, man, um, they were like people sleeping on what. Like, I loved them getting Conley and getting rid of Ricky Rubio. I loved them uh, getting Bojan. Yes, um, I love that. Uh, I love that pickup for them. And I was just like, man, you know, people just sleeping on what the Jazz are doing. I thought they got instantly better when they got Mike Conley. I'm like, this is a really good defensive playoff team, and I'm just like, man, they are going to get. I mean, they're they're a better team right now. Like, you can't. I don't see how anybody could not see the uh, the improvement on them. Because if I say one team, I think really helped themselves on, in an underrated aspect, I would have to say it's the Utah Jazz. Me too. Sure. Like I'm
1: thinking about like I was when I heard the Boyan signing. I was like, oh, but I'm just going to the Jazz. Like he's gonna be stressing the flow. Like it's, they kept talking about they might play him at stretch four, which you know whatever. But I mean him and Ingles, they'll figure it out. Who knows? But I mean.
0: Yeah, all English. This thing about Atlanta
1: though, it's gonna be they got a center who blocks everything. You know, Rudy there They yep. got Conley and Donovan Mitchell, which that's gonna get somebody hell every night. Like you, you ain't gonna have no break with them too. And then you got Boyan, like I said, uh, and Engle. You know, stroke from the perimeter. Like I just don't. I, I almost want to say I'm gonna see them in the conference finals next year against somebody. Like just depending on how the rest of this shake out. If Kawhi goes to you know whatever, but it's I, I thought they helped themselves a lot. Um, I was trying to think of who hurt himself, and I don't – so I'm going to ask you, Malcolm Brockman going to the Pacers. I don't understand that period. What, what do you, Yeah, but it, I don't understand that
0: either,
1: either – I'm sorry, I don't understand that
0: move either, but it seems like that's like so Malcolm Brockton to go to the Pacers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel. I'm like,
0: yeah, I can see him going to the Pacers. I don't get
1: it, though. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like, no. Nah. Yeah. Like I don't get that. So I was like, uh-huh. yeah, I just
0: I I don't get it, but I'm like, whatever. And I think who did they um I think the um who did Milwaukee? Oh, they brought in Wes Matthews and they brought in another two guards. They brought
1: in Matthews and let me see. I
0: can't think I think there's another guard,
1: another wing player that they
0: brought in. But you know I'm
1: looking for it now. Since they got they brought Burt Lopez back on a four year deal. So
0: Yeah, they did bring him back Brooke. Um. They brought back Brook Lopez, for sure. Oh, George Hill. They brought George, George Hill. Hill back.
1: I yeah, see that, too.
0: Uh, but, yeah, so, I that just, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I don't. That just
1: struck me very well. I'm like, mm-hmm. so, what you going to have, Vic? And, you know, I, I can see Depot and Broughton starting Don't get me wrong, but I just don't. I, I don't feel like I ever saw anything from Brodden to be like, I guess, over the three years he was there. I, was, I just don't see nothing. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's a great signing for that money. Like, I don't, I don't see that at all. I don't know. It's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um it was one more, too. It was that one, and where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Nick, uh, Nicole and Meritich left and went back to Europe. I just bust out laughing when I saw that. I was like, damn. I
0: thought, I thought Nicole, I thought Meritich was in talks with the Jazz. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I, was nah, you, else. I think
1: you're right. He was in talks with him, but nah, he, he went back to Barcelona. So, I mean, he's, yeah, he's out of oh, here. Wow. But that's about it for me, man. I just, um, I was very. Thanks, yeah, and I think
0: the, the the top two. So we still got a few the top guys remaining. Oh right, uh, right. I guess we could just run through them just to wrap it up. Of course, we got mm-hmm. Kawhi still out there. Of course, Boogie's still a free agent. <laughs> uh, you got Marcus Morris. <laughs> Boogie got no market. As you say, Nicola was one of them, but you know he's back in what? Back in Europe, you know. what I'm Saying, um, are uh, you still uh Kelly Oubre's a restricted free agent? Still, Danny Green still out there. Um, got yeah, Jabari Oh lord Jabari Parker My guy Come on okay, hey, come on out there to the bay Or you come over here to Down here in New Orleans I mean it would be showtime down
1: well, there Jabari robbing somebody Last year for that 20 million But <laughs> Hey here like Robbing Chicago For that 20 Jabari I, I never understand How teams will sit there And pay somebody All that money to sit down Like that just makes no sense
0: that's crazy man it's crazy and then when he was playing it he was, was actually hooping. productive yeah. that's the
1: part like he played like 10 minutes and that yeah, 10 points hooping. like i feel like i feel like he's gonna be the next one to get literally blackballed from the nba for some god awful reason i don't know what it would be but um J. R. Smith is still I getting paid know. a bunch of money last year jr smith ain't played no games last year like it just i don't know bro but um yeah it's it's crazy i don't know what uh Kawhi, though, we can wrap this thing up. What could I go, man? Because this joke is super secretive out here. What's he doing? I
0: I don't know. To me personally, I, I I if I had to to bet someone, I would say Toronto. It makes the most sense to me. Um, I mean, it just depends on what he wants to do. If you think he has enough to to win in Toronto and and do the right thing and go to Toronto, I, I don't know. Whatever he does, I hope he does what he thinks is best. But I like to see him uh, back in Toronto, compete with those other teams in the East uh, again, like last year. Like I want to see them battle against the Bucks and the Sixers, um, and, and see them play these young and up and coming teams in the East. I want to see them play against, you know, the Knicks. I want to see them play against the Hawks. who really gonna be. I think the Hawks will be a pretty entertaining team to watch this year. The Bulls, they'll be entertaining the team to watch. Might not be that great, but you know, you're gonna get you some highlights and some nice plays.
1: Who so, they got again?
0: I like to see them stay in the east right now. Who
1: they got? The Bulls,
0: uh, Zach yeah. Levine. They got my boy, um, uh, what's my guy? Uh, the uh, the shooting guard. The shoot, I'm not a shooting guard, the small forward. Small, he was a rookie. Uh, Lowry Marketing oh you talking about oh yeah yeah like, oh, yeah
1: he bought just the yeah the power. yeah he bought it. so yeah oh yeah
0: yeah i like i like him um and they're just they're just an excited team you know to um to watch it like the way they play their style um i i, I, I listen I, I think the bull and you if you look at how um uh what's the boy look like a little he's like a female cat i i can't take a oh, say his name. Zach Levine, yes, I can I j- just said his name, but um, I like I, I like Zach Levine's game. He's, a, he's an exciting player to watch, and um, they're just fun. Of course, they they kind of like swung and missed when they signed. Who oh uh, who they signed? Um, Otto Porter. You know, I thought he's about to be this transcendent three and D guy. <laughs> he was. He's still a three and D guy, but he's like he's uh, like. I guess they thought they, he was gonna be like. Closer to the Klay Thompson, but he's more closer to Danny right. Green than he is as far as three and D is concerned. And uh, you know they still they drafted Kobe White, so I know they're gonna be running, flying up and oh, down. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. The court, yeah. So I'm pretty excited. I mean, I think the East is a really exciting team to watch, man. I, I just I'm you know of course oh they drafted Wendell. You know can't forget about Duke. <laughs> got Duke on the squad, so I mean there's some teams in the East. They're young and excited. Atlanta. It's young, they're gonna be an exciting team, man. It's it's gonna be some big it's 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 a I I'm excited about these game. Okay. I really am. Gotcha, gotcha. hey oh not let's not forget the Nets too. I wanna to see Kawhi when K D get back, him him and they battle all year long.
1: I got a feeling Kawhi's gonna be in the uh somewhere in LA. Uh to me, I'm gonna guess the Clippers, but I don't know. We'll see. Like this that dude really marched to the beat of his own drum. Um yeah. So, uh, let's go ahead and kind of branch off a little bit, y'all. We're going to next get into a little bit of NFL talk. Uh, two of our favorite, well, two of everybody, the world's favorite dumbest suspended running backs are back in the news. We got uh, Ezekiel Elliott um, going to meet with Roger Goodell um, today, actually. Um, and Kareem Hunt, he was actually over the weekend. Uh, I'm not. He was not arrested. I'm going to get that out there. He was just questioning, right, Twan? and uh yep. and i was texting twan and the first thing i said twan i'm like you know twan i would expect this dude with his situation kareem hunt talking about i would expect this dude to be you on know, his best behavior be at home every night of the week doesn't matter when it is especially knowing how just toxic he is right now you know in the world and uh i don't know twan like just go go ahead and give your fatherly insight on the, what you think kareem hunt should be doing with his life right now twan
0: I, I don't understand some of these athletes and the people that are around them in their circles. I think the most important thing that you can do is have a good circle, solid circle, not the the, the idiot Chris Carter type circle. <laughs> Talk about finding the yeah. fall man for you. Not that idiot. I can't believe this dude is on TV. Chris Carter is terrible. Um, But no, anyway, Pope, I digress. Okay. No, he's definitely not, but um, these, they have to do a better job, man. They have to, you know, have people in their lives that can like help them, you know, make, make, make positive decisions. And um, there's like their level of discernment is so bad. And there are, granted, a lot of them are young, but these guys are, are really missing mentors and older, older men in their lives that need to, you know, show them the right way to do things and how to conduct themselves. Like, Kareem Hunt, there's no way you should – like, you shouldn't be t- talking about you seeking help for alcohol problems last <laughs> month, and then you're at <laughs> a was? bar less than a month later. Uh, that. Like, that is – that is whoever is in your circle, you need to have somebody there like, no, this is a bad look. You don't need to go anywhere. If you, wanna, if you still got an alcohol problem, or you got problems with people when you go out and that's a stumbling block for you. Just stay home. Stop going places. Stop going out places. Stop doing all of these dumb. There's nothing good. I never understood that from a professional athlete standpoint. Like you're at home. You can do whatever you want to in the safety of your own house. You got security cameras. You can do whatever you want to at your home. But the minute you walk outside and people have been drinking, you at a bar, and you just, just, you know, you might not even be a superstar football player or a basketball player, but somebody just says one wrong thing to you and then everything's getting set off. Like, it is absolutely absurd. Um with the whole public intoxication with Zeke, like I just I don't know understand what these guys are are thinking about. Now granted a lot of times this stuff is nothing, but like I say, well not like I say, um, uh, but to much is given, much is required. You have a a big scope on you at all times. Like you get all this attention. So as soon as you do something wrong, that same attention you get for scoring three touchdowns, they're gonna give you that same attention and more for doing something that they, you know, that society thinks is wrong. Whether you did it or not, as you get accused for it, they finna kill you. So, like, they just gotta do a better job with their discernment, man, and, and and focus on the things that are important. Whatever your craft is, focus on that. Uh, your family, your faith, all of that stuff, just keep it close. And then, once you got all that stuff lined up, then you can go out and do this. But, like, hearing these same guys going over the same stuff over and over and over again, like, it is just, it's ridiculous. I, I, I saw Cream Hunt, I saw that little video him outside talking to the police over. I'm like, dude, this is just ridiculous. Why are you out at a bar? You just got suspended for eight games for some an alcohol related situation. Where and I'm sick though, and I say it exactly that when you with another lady, y'all are assaulting each other. It wasn't just him, it was her too. Y'all out there assaulting each other, like oh, like, you know what's going on in the world today. Like, you can't do stuff like that. I hear you are back out there in the bar, some other kind of incident going up. I'm like, dude, this is just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, you were blessed with a second chance. And the first thing you're going to do, you're going to go out there. Like, I have more respect for David Irvin for just quitting. He said, I'm going to quit football because I can't stop smoking weed. I'm just yeah. going to quit. This is what I'd rather do. I got more respect for him. At least he come out and say, like, look, I know I ain't supposed to do this, but I feel like I need this for my health, and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to be, you know, apologetic, um, you know, apologetic about it. I'm just going to go out here and do what I need to do. So, I'm like, this. I, I have more respect for a guy like that than these other guys who's trying to walk the, the fine line
1: and do all this other stuff. Like, nah, man, you got to get yourself together you. and then get back out there. Yeah, got to. It's just dumb. Um, I don't have anything more to even add to that. You said everything perfectly. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't quite get it either. I know, like, don't get me wrong, I like to party myself and everything. I get it, but, I mean... I, I, don't, I don't Hey well
0: let me know. ask you this though. Let me ask you this. Do you think um do you think they'll add anything to Kareem Hunt? And do you see Zeke getting suspended yeah. this Zeke, year?
1: Zeke, yes. Um
0: Really? How many games?
1: I think Zeke will get one or two. He'll probably peel it and get off. But um at least as far as suspension just this period though, look, the NFL hates the Dallas Cow. Lord, uh, hold on, I'll tell you back. The NFL is not like Jared Jones. Um they They've had that for Jerry for years. I mean, again, you know, we, we see Ray Rice hit somebody in that damn elevator, you know, beat the hell out of somebody, and then he gets four games. They reduced the three after he appealed it. And then they decided, whenever the outrage came out, they decided, to, you know, no, the boy, no, do away with him. Zekia Elliott doesn't get found guilty for nothing, didn't assault nobody, didn't get arrested by nobody, ain't no video, nothing. And the man got, what was it, six games? So, I mean, again, that was with nothing. Um, again, I just think the NFL has out for Jerry Jones, period. Um, but yeah, I do think he gets suspended at least one or two. He'll appeal it probably and get no games. But just from reading, just from reading on like the interview today, you know, whatever, when he was talking about afterwards, he apologized to all the fans and said, "I promise y'all, you know, once I get through this, I will never, ever again have another situation." That just tells me right there, they probably gonna suspend him. Like they probably said something to him to the effect of look, you're you know, you're wasting your career right now, son. You're 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 wilding out. You got a contract coming up, you're just doing dumb shit. So you gotta stop. So I, I just do. What do you think?
0: Uh I don't think he gets suspended this time. I wouldn't suspend him. I'll fine him heavily just for being an idiot. I and um, something's wrong with Ezekiel Elliott. Obviously, has some issues. It's always uh, evolving around a woman. Like he got some, he got some, some type of issue going on with him. Public intoxication. But then when he knocked the guy down, it wasn't like egregious or anything. But still, the guy fell over the guardrail, yeah. and all the dude wanted to and just apologize. And then he gives a half-hearted apology yeah. to the guy. Like I'm like, look, dude, I'm sorry. Like I tell, you know, like you just, like, see, just making, you know, a bad situation worse. Uh, the guy, he needs some, like, these guys need help. And it's sad that, you know, say that some of these guys need babysitters. And it's not all of them, you know, like, you can't take out a few bad apples or, or, or a few guys who are struggling with stuff. We're not something serious. Like, it ain't like they're out there killing people and all that stuff. But, um, you know, you still got hundreds, hundreds of guys in, um, in the yeah. NFL, you know. And uh, you got a couple of them that sometimes you know stuff comes up, and you know no different from the, the workplace that we work in. We work ne- right next to people every single day that done some terrible behind things. Don't even sometimes you know it, sometimes right. you don't. But um, but like I said, the much give, much require. You on that screen, you getting paid them big bucks. You got to do right, man. So I, I I just hope and pray that they get their act together because they they're obviously talented. But it's just sad to see that junk, man. It's, especially ugh, when you, especially idiot. when you know,
1: like, when you have friends and family that have played ball, who, who, who you know would do anything to be playing in the NFL or in the NBA or something. When you know you got folks like that in the world, and you see guys that are in the league that are squandering their opportunities like this, like, um, like the one, the one person that I really, I used to be so pissed off at for the longest time. I wasn't even his biggest fan. You remember Justin Blackman? Oh. Oh yeah, it's the receiver. was so yes, pissed sir. at him because I felt like he was a really talented guy, but the fact that he failed so many tests <laughs> that he just couldn't like he just I felt like he literally smoked his way out the league, or either he just drink, it, it didn't matter what he did.
0: No, he but was drinking.
1: He had a, he had alcohol. I was reading he failed some drug tests too before though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course,
0: yeah, he was smoking too, but then it was the alcohol. He kept getting
1: DUIs. Yeah. All over. But like over stuff again. like that is like, look you know how many guys want to be drafted like who want to be in your situation who they you know you the reason that they can't get in the league like look if you think somebody gonna feel sorry for you they're not because you in their way anyway <laughs> like your teammates who who are behind you on the death chart they're not gonna feel bad for you when you're gone they're gonna be taking your spot getting your money now like i mean i, I just don't i don't know to me it's just ridiculous like when dudes do this stuff and Again, I know they have money. I know they're young with money. And I mean, who's to say that if I had money and I'm young, I would not do the same thing as them. But it's just, right. uh, it's just the fact that when you see it and when you work a nine-to-five job, when you work a different kind of job and you see supposed to be in the NFL making this money, it's just like you can't fathom how in the hell can they get themselves in these situations, which I know is easy. So I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I, I just feel like I'm a conspiracy guy. So again, I just feel like he's getting suspended. But we're gonna find out next few days. So I know that for a fact. So we'll see. We will see. Um, did you have any questions for the crowd this week?
0: Um, I did not have any questions. Uh, this week, uh, for my questions from the crowd, um, I did uh have some inquiries about the uh <laughs> the big three, and I actually watched it uh, a couple of games. <laughs> And um a couple of the guys, a couple of the guys aren't bad. I saw Clay Thompson brother get dunked on by Jason Richardson. Jason Richardson still got bounced.
1: Jason Richardson. Dunk contest uh, Jason
0: Richardson? Yeah, dunk contest Jason oh, Richardson. Wow.
1: Don't don't uh he
0: dunked on Clay Thompson brother. Oh God. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny. Oh, yeah, it was pretty funny, like uh because like he they he failed everything. I was crazy. He no, he has two brothers. You know, he had the one that played basketball that was playing for the Warriors, uh, D-League team. Okay, I don't think I'm – okay. And then he got another brother that plays baseball that's good at baseball. He yeah. plays for – I don't know if he's playing for the White Sox he or was on the, the Dodgers now.
1: He's yeah, playing he for somebody. I think he was in Oakland, but I think he got Traders. I, I don't know. Something happened. But, yeah, I got you. I got you.
0: Yeah. But
1: uh, I watched a couple of, I watched a couple of
0: the games. Um, I saw Will Bynum. I forgot who he hit. Will Bonham hit somebody with a sham guy, Hezzy. Mm. hezzy. And I was like, the dude by stumbled and fell. It was crazy. I was like, man, that's one thing I really like. Just like watching those old dudes try to play defense on something. Like, they can't guard each other. So, it's funny. Like, they be stumbling all over the place. It's pretty funny. And, again, I love these different rules and stuff that they're implementing in some of these other leagues. I'm telling you, NBA has to catch up. (laughs) They got to do better. With the, um, they got to start thinking about adding the four point shot. They got to start thinking about adding that international rule about when the ball touched the rim. Cause remember, we saw it in the NBA finals where DeMarcus Cousins, was game five. It, changed, it completely changed the whole game. It was the game okay. four. No, it was game five. When the ball was clearly coming off the rim and he dunked it yeah. back in. And I was like, wait, like that bucket should count. Like, what's going on here? They're like, oh, it was still in the center. Like, no, everybody in their mama know that ball was coming off. But international rules, that's a good shot. You know, that's a good bat- bucket. And uh, like it just, it eliminates the entire gray area. The ball hits the rim, it can be slapped off. Period. <laughs> it should be. That's just the way it should be. You know, make 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 things a lot yeah. easier. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, I digress on my another NBA ranch. <laughs> so, so who we got this week, man? Yeah,
1: yeah. So this week we got um we got our team previews and we got the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Um, I'll tell you what, what I'll go ahead and do right quick, I'm going to just get my little lines around right the way because it's not going to be much, I would say, to mess with, with them. A um, few losses they had this year, they lost Golden Tate, they lost Ezekiel Ansah, who decides he didn't want to play football the last two years because he kept getting injured. They lost Nevin Lawson, so nothing too crazy, but um they did add C.J. the fat running backer, you know, from uh, a <laughs> championship we saw last year. They added T.J. Hawkinson through draft, tight end. I think oh, – yeah. um, I'm, I'm probably going to be in the minority and say this, but um, I don't think TJ Hawkinson is even going to be that good. I know the Lions, they – to me, they've just never used a tight end. Look at Eric Ebron whenever he went there. And they he was there for, what, all of five years or something like that? I don't think he yeah. ever broke 600 damn yards a year. And uh, he goes to the Colts with Andrew Luck, and Ebron has a career year and goes crazy. So, um I don't – even though the, the Lions drafted TJ early as hell, I just don't quite see it. Um, I think on Johnson, I think he actually had a really nice year last year until he got hurt. Um, if he can mm-hmm. stay healthy, um, probably going to be the bell cow. The Theo Redick's okay, but I don't really like him too much. they um, got Matthew Stafford, big arm quarterback, who's always underwhelming their fantasy. It's not going to be no different this year. Don't draft him. If you do, by all means, you better not start him every week uh receivers we got Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones I'm gonna go ahead and ask the question now um just because I know Twan knows a little bit about fantasy as well Twan how much do you like Kenny Galladay
0: as much as I like Matthew Stafford okay <laughs> which means I okay. don't <laughs> okay. I just had to
1: ask the question i remember been saying last year I wanted everybody to hear it <laughs> so I mean uh Kenny Gallagher is a big dude. I think he could be a dog, though. I ain't going to trip out there. I think he can, so, dog, yeah, yeah. Gonna, think he can yeah, ball. Yeah, he's a big dude. But him and Marvin. Yeah, uh, Marvin's had some. Now, Marvin Jones, if, I think if it's anybody you draft, I think Marvin Jones probably be almost like a sleeper because I don't think folks are going to think about him early in the draft like that, which you probably shouldn't. But if you can grab him late, I mean, Marvin will have some big gangs every now and then. So, But I think God that people are going to be on the hype train and be like, oh, we're going to take him fourth and fifth round. Look, you're going to be a dumbass if you're going to do that. So, uh, Lions defense, I won't mess with them this year. They signed Trey Flowers, but he ain't about to change that defense around. They still got big play Slay and Jared Davis, but just don't mess with me, y'all. Uh, Swan, you got it. I
0: think they're going to finish last in the division.
1: I don't like <laughs> True. Okay. All right. So, we got that out of the way. Uh, I mean, uh, who? Is uh the New England coach still there? Oh yeah, uh, oh, Patricia. Do you um, I would, I ask this question. I don't even think people care, but do you do you have faith in any New England coach once they leave New England? Um, uh, hmm. Cause I'm just thinking right out loud, and I every time a coach leaves, I feel like Bill Belichick does a tremendous job getting opportunities like him and Tony Dungy. I feel like they were two of the best when it comes to just getting your get people in and out, get them in and out, in and out, get them jobs. But when they leave, I mean, Romeo Cornell, Bill O'Brien, uh, what's the guy's name that went to the Jets? Uh, Mangini, like he's they, a lot of folks have left, and I, I just don't quite know if you if you expect them jokers to come back. Like, what what exactly like, do you feel about when coaches leave New England? What happens to these coaches?
0: I think. I, I don't think they're any different than any of the other coaches from the other coaching trees. Um, but I mean, because also from that same kind of like room, you also had other great coaches come. Like Nick Saban came from that same group of guys too. So okay. I I don't really I don't really know if you can put it on that um, that they like not as successful because when you look at it like. Bill Belichick has been the model of consistency in the NFL. And as far as like 10 years, of course, he's the longest tenure. Then you have, who do you have? Harbaugh. He has a, a Super Bowl. And then you have Tomlin, Tomlin who has a Super Bowl. Yeah. Then you have, uh, who else has been a long tenure? You no, know those not
1: long tenure, but I like, though. Uh, what? Well, I put like this. I hate to play that team. I hate to play. Against- Sean Payton, that's the other guy. Yeah, I hate to play against uh, Doug Peterson, though, with the Eagles. Because I feel like Doug. Just, oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like Doug be dying the hell out of Dallas. I mean, even when they, even when they don't win, it's just the hardest game to play. And it's just like, I cannot stand playing against Doug. Right,
0: yeah. Doug, hey, Doug Peterson is a good coach. He He's going to do what's best for his players. And going to put them in the best position to be successful. Yeah. And whether it works out, it's going to be good. Like, I still have my doubts about Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. But. I know Doug Peterson is he's a good coach. Definitely a good coach from that Andy Reed, um, that Andy Reed tree.
1: But like he um, doesn't get enough credit.
0: Uh Andy, I feel like people just He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. A lot of that's because of his playoffs failure. But I'm telling y'all, I think he'll have won the Super Bowl last year. If D 4 don't line <laughs> man, up, all side, Here you
1: go, man. they win on. the Super Bowl. Man, <laughs> the
0: they win they're gonna win that Super Bowl. They're gonna beat the Rams. <laughs> I don't care what anybody said. They are going to blast the Rams. I know they lost to him early in the year, but nah, mm-mm. <laughs> not in that Super Bowl. Yeah, all right, man. Whatever. whatever I didn't man. see it happening. <laughs> uh, it's hard to beat a team twice any anyway. Mm-mm. There's a lot of fluke stuff going on in that game. I just don't, I do not. And then the Rams were not playing as well. They kind of like died down. Like even after that game they played, when they beat the huh. Chiefs, like for the rest of the year, Jared Goff's play started slacking off. Todd Gurley was slacking off. It was just, they were like a different team. Yeah.
1: So. No, nah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, and then we'll get to our last team, Green Bay Packers. Tomorrow, I'll let you go first. Since you got you know, a little something
0: here. Uh, I'm not expecting much from them. I think they'll finish third in the division. Um, of course, Aaron Rodgers, um, his—I mean, his talent speaks for itself. One of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play football ever. Um, but I just don't see them doing much. I think Aaron Jones is going to have a good year. At running back, uh, running those that outside zone schemes they they run. Uh, Matt Lafleur. You saw what Derrick Henry did last year towards the end of the year. Um, they're definitely gonna be doing a good job running the ball. I just I don't they don't get any pressure on the quarterback. I love Jair Alexander, but as far as like they I, I just don't see the playmakers on the back end that can like turn the ball up and get it back to to Aaron Rodgers. I don't see the I don't see the outside of Devontae um, <laughs> the top five Devontae Adams. Go figure. I don't see nobody uh, really being a big time threat for them. So, um,
1: yeah,
0: I, I, uh, I'm thinking they'll finish third behind Chicago and Minnesota in a division. Um, Aaron Rodgers has have issues staying healthy every year, um, and from what I've been reading in articles, which of course are just articles that you know may mean nothing, but he's already having issues with Matt Lafleur. So, really, um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really high on the Packers right now, and I, I really don't see them making much noise this
1: year. You say he's having issues with the floor. Yep. All right. What what they, what
0: they say? Base basically uh, that about some of the way some of their communications. Um, oh, I won't say some of the commun- some of the way that they're communicating the plays. Uh, he was having issues with, Um 'cause because I, and I, and I get and I understand a little bit. Um like uh what what is it called? Um oh crap, what is it called? Uh I can't I can't even think of it. What's the guy? What's the guy's what's the guy the last coach they just had? Uh Mike, Mike, McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Right. So he said that, you know there are rumors and stuff about, you know, his you know having, his, you know issues with with him. Now we're hearing that he has having issues with um Matt LaFleur. I think first of all Aaron Rodgers does have like a he's a drama queen. Yeah. I, there's no doubt in my Maybe mind. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and I, I mean I think he's a yeah, he's a diva, definitely a big time diva. Um he has like a little bit of that. Like he he's like he he, he reminds me of the athlete that needs to be surrounded by chaos. So that way when it all fails, he's still going to perform well, but when he when it all fails it, the blame won't be on him. Good point. Thank you. If that makes okay. sense. Okay, gotcha. That's what I see him as a lot of times. But, yeah, they were having issues. That, they're just talking about the way he was changing plays at the line. And um, and you know, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> would see something like he would just do it. And LaFleur don't want him doing that like that. Okay. You know, I, I don't want him, you know, out of getting out of the play so much. So, and, you know, they're kind of really close in age as well. So, of course, that could be like a dynamic. Like, who's this young guy telling me what to do? And all this, I stuff. like so that. I, I just he's he's a drama queen. Everybody's here, not to take away from his talent because he's probably one. I mean, I, he's gonna go down as one of the is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Going to be if the most talented. I won't say the most, but one of the most talented. You know, players
1: I've ever you know quarterbacks I've ever seen. I kind of like that though. This might be like another other podcast of the day, but uh, if you're a head coach, one. You're going to the situation where you've got this all world quarterback and Aaron Rodgers. Is your and I'm asking just, you know, just for your personal opinion, is your is your personality type to where you're gonna go in pretty much demanding, you know, you run it your way? Or are you gonna try to cater your cater your assistant to his skills? Okay, you gotta cater to that skill set. You have to do that.
0: You have to do it. It's the only way you're going to be successful. All the successful teams do what their teams do best. That's why the Patriots, you can never put your finger on, like, some games they're going to come out and run the ball 40 times with three different running backs. Another game, they may be spread, no huddle. It, it all depends on matchup, what your team can do well. And, and and you no, know, their identities change year to year. So, I just I'm, – I'm, I'm a big proponent of always putting your guys in the best position to be successful. What do they do best? Let them do it. Don't take them outside of that. Uh, you, We see it in basketball. Like, I can't imagine Steph Curry not playing, just playing free like he did in college. Like, you're just going to change him and make him something that he's not. Like, no, let him do what he do. Same thing with some of these players that we get in the NFL. Like, they constantly change the coordinators and they got guys and schemes that don't really fit them. Um, uh, One example is when, uh, I remember when, Philly signed Namdi Asumawa. And Namdi Asumawa played cover one, cover zero, man to man all game in Oakland every (laughs) year. That's all he ever did. Now, of course, now sometimes they go to different formations. You got to play zone sometimes. They ain't bunching all that other kind of crap. I ain't going to go into all of that. But for the most part, he's a pure man to man press cornerback. He goes to Philly, that change. Now he's playing zone. And they wondering why he – or why isn't he you know, – he's supposed to be this shutdown guy. Why is this happening? Why is this going I'm like, because he's not doing what he does best. That is why it's not working out. Same thing with Olivier Vernon. When he went to the Giants, he got that big contract. Of course, that contract was way bigger than what he could play. You know, like, I mean, nobody's going to live up to that huge contract. And he didn't play bad, but it's just a different scheme. So, you're not going to produce the same numbers. Yeah, That's all it is. So. You know, and I mean, he wasn't even that bad. But I just always, I think it's all about putting the guys in the best position to be successful, and um, and, and making them better. The Browns did it last year; they looked good. Baltimore did it with their team and their quarterback; they look good. But you got to do it. You know what your team does best, what your players do best, and then you know,
1: see how far. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we definitely have to get against that another day because um. I always kind of be wondering about these coaches in different schemes and systems and the Marcus Mariota point, much as i talk crap about Marcus Mariota. um, I just always wonder what would he look like with a spread a spread coach (laughs) like this? What what, 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 what would he look like in the Doug Peterson system or just something different? I mean, I I just can't see these crap systems that he'd be a part of, but um, all right. So fantasy wise, right quick. Swan pretty much hit it, you know. All will Aaron Rodgers. Um, in fantasy football, you don't, you can't go wrong with Aaron Rodgers. The man threw two interceptions last year. Uh, he only threw twenty five touchdowns, which is really low for him. But also, he's dealing with basically a whole rookie receiving core, you know, for the most part. So, um, Devonte Adams. Draft. Hey, how
0: how how, how would, before you go into Devontae, how how would you take Aaron Rodgers?
1: I'm taking him second round. Second. second round or lower. I mean, well, yeah, no higher than second round. Uh, he ain't, he can't – I can't take any quarterback first round. Well, I'll take that back. <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes, you will be my first pick this year, sir. Um, all my friends who are listening, play with it if you want to. <laughs> you now, I will fight every one of y'all asses. But, yes, Patrick Mahomes, that's the only quarterback I will take first round. Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback i take second round or, you know, or else, but – yeah, that's how high I'm going for him, though. But um, <clears throat> Devonte Adams, he's worth it. Um, I won't go first for Devontae, but I will go second and lower, cause he's gonna get all the targets. And so I mean, he's he's got a tough division with Xavier Rhodes, Slay, you know, them guys over there. But he had that same division last year, and he still finished top ten. So I think Devontae Adams is worth it. I don't know about the running backs. I'm not optimistic as a. Twan, You said you like Aaron Jones.
0: I, I mean, I like him, but I think more so with the scheme fit and what Lafleur's done with, like, you know, he was the OC during Gurley's MVP caliber year, offensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you saw what he did with Derrick Henry last year, running the ball. And I don't see that changing this year with, uh, excuse me, with Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones has the, the chance to, you know, be putting that same thing. And, and they all come from that same Gruden tree. Um, I think Alfred Morris has some success in that system as well. All they come from the Shanahan's and the Gruden's, so you know, and they all have history with running backs about going all the way back to Terrell Davis. Yeah. So I think he, I think he has a chance. But he, I guess, like you said, they're going to get some pretty dang good defenses. They're gonna have four games a year where they're going to get stopped yeah. defenses. So like they're going gonna, gonna, gonna be for the tough. Vikings'
1: defense and the Bears' defense four times a year. And that terrifies me at running, for running backs, just period, because I've seen what they do to running backs. So I, I'm not as high as Twine is on Aaron Jones. I mean, I guess that's the player. I guess I don't know. Um, I will say this. Uh, I don't believe – I think Aaron Rodgers has way too much diva in him to uh, even let them run the balls, which is your, as much as you, you know, kind of saying right here. Like, um, Yeah, I – and, and the one thing that I always find crazy is Aaron Rodgers says every year, I'd love having a 1,000-yard running back behind me. Well, hand the damn ball off. Quit changing plays then. <laughs> like, you can't say that and then be changing plays at the line of scrimmage where you're throwing a deep ball or throwing a slant, you know, on the one-yard line, you know, trying to get touchdowns. I get it, but no. Like, no, just can't do that. Um, Jimmy Graham, <laughs> but you don't touch him. Uh,
0: Last of a dime. we yeah, are only
1: going to get about five games out of Jimmy Graham to show y'all. Just to give you a heads up, they're going to be – Weeks one through three and weeks twelve through
0: fourteen. Uh I'm surprised they don't use him in the red zone as much anymore. Like I get it, like he
1: might not be the vertical third he used to be, but the dude is still six yeah, seven. He's huge. But um I th- well, I guess the only reason I, I think it might be a little different now is because they're not putting small guys on Jimmy no more. Like I mean, they well, some of these guys are still like, you know, six foot six one, but they can actually get I I just seen some dudes jump out the jump out the else. I'm just like, good lord, this nigga can jump right here. So, um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I just don't drive Jimmy Graham. Point my Period. Now the Packers defense, I'm a little bit different on because I know you said they can't get you know to the quarterback and you know, don't have much back end stuff. But how do you feel about Rashawn Gary? When they want to draft Michigan.
0: I don't like him. I think he um that's one of my. I know we didn't go too deep into the NFL draft. Did we even do an NFL draft? We drought? did. We did some bust stuff. I'm not big on Ray Sean Gary. Um he's an athletic freak. He's big. But uh his production, his numbers are terrible. Um he just screams like bust alert. Now he could turn out to be a great player. I hope he yeah. does. Um, but like when you're that talented and you had those that, that great physical traits, and you don't produce any numbers at Michigan's And you know your motor is off and on. Uh, I just I'm I wasn't the biggest fan of him coming out. Uh, I thought he was selected a little too high, but I can see you can see the upside in him definitely. But I don't think he's going to be a game changer, especially not his rookie year. Like I don't like I don't put him in the same category as I would uh, Josh Allen in Jacksonville, Brian Burns. Um, None of those other guys that are going to be getting after the quarterback. Any of those first-round defensive players, um, Devin White, um, what's the boy, um, Devin Bush. I was just – I was literally just talking today uh, with my mentor about Florida State athletes and how, he, you know, he went to Florida State. and He just sent us saying like, I, can, I still can't believe Devin Bush went to Florida State. And I probably said it on there about a three-time. I still cannot believe he did not go to Florida State when his daddy went there. It's just unreal. Yeah, I, but yeah. – um yeah, but that, that, um, they, they are, yeah, I, I don't see him, I don't see him being that great, man. I, I just, that production doesn't match up to me.
1: Okay. It really doesn't. I think he'll be all right in the NFL. I think, uh, well, I guess I, the way I'm looking at it, the Minnesota Vikings, their line's not all that. Chicago Bears line, not all that. The, uh, Detroit yeah. Lions line, awful. And so, I think the Packers are going to make some noise on defense. Well, I won't say they'll make some noise on defense, but they'll be serviceable at least for fantasy football. They'll get some sacks and some interceptions. Um, I mean, they do have – a. they brought in Z'Darrius Smith from the Baltimore Ravens, which I thought was kind of like a – I thought Ravens were going to bring him back. So, when he did leave, I was kind of like, huh, okay, interesting. They brought in Preston Smith and Adrian Amos at safety. Uh, Darnell Savage, they drafted, but – I just think the Packers are going to have a decent enough defense to where you can put them in and you know, throughout the week, so uh, good luck with them if you decide to take them. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty much it, y'all. Uh, first of all, I want to thank y'all for being with me through my uh, extended hangover from Vegas. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to my guy, Antoine. Oh, man, he's coming up on a big day, a big, big day. He's been waiting on for a long, long time, so... I just want to say congratulations mm-hmm. to my dog on this future marriage coming up. And, oh, man, Appreciate how does it you. feel, big dog? You're almost there. Finish line. How does it feel?
0: I, I'm ready. I think I'm ready for it to come on with it and uh, just ready to see everybody. You know, everybody have a good time. It's crazy how so much planning and everything happens for literally like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And then the rest of everybody just partying and having a good old time. So I cannot wait. I cannot wait for my vacation. So uh, yeah, we definitely got to get another pod in before I go on vacation. And then okay. I'll um, I'll be out of the country for a week. But uh, we'll definitely try to get another pod. Probably get we probably can get another one while I'm down there. Because trust me, I'm my phone is gonna work. I already yeah. <laughs> <checked>. <laughs> my phone will be alive and thriving. I'm still gonna be in the Eastern Time Zone, so I'm still gonna be, you know be uh live and direct. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm ready whenever right. we can get us another one. Um
1: I'm expecting I,
0: I know we got uh the Zion um uh, versus RJ. Hopefully they play Friday.
1: It sounds like they are they I just play. saw them practicing a few minutes ago on ESPN. So it sounds like they are playing Friday, hopefully. We we gotta keep our fingers crossed world. <laughs> but we hopefully get that. Yeah, But yeah, y'all, yeah, again, we want to thank y'all for listening. Um uh We're probably going to have some highlights from the wedding also. Cause I'm going to be jugging down there with my Florida folk. you know. Well, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, the <laughs> you know, this Georgia, this Georgia boy here, you know, the red Clay boy here, I'm going to show these Floridians how to jug, jug you know what I'm saying? So what's up? So <laughs> I mean, when I hear that B, well, I'm like, hey, I might show up, you all know? So it is what it is. but Oh, man, cut so much, it out. Man. We want to thank cut y'all again for out. listening. Uh Please keep sharing with friends and family. Thank you for some of the feedback we are getting. Um, let me see here uh, again. A E and E podcast. Uh, you can catch it on Spotify. You can catch it on iTunes. You can catch it on uh, what's other one? Anchor. Uh, I mean, there's there's many ways, y'all. Uh, like I said, don't be shy. Don't be uh, any kind of way about this. Please share and please keep it moving. Swan, um, you got anything?
0: No, sir. Right. See y'all when the, um, next All time. All right, y'all. Peace. peace. All right, peace. peace.